0: Welcome to Animorphs Anonymous, the podcast where we casually discuss the Animorphs one book at a
1: time. I'm Casey and I'm Alex. We've done all the books and now we're diving into the TV show. Join us every Tuesday for a new mission. And don't worry, we promise to have you back under the two-hour time limit. Maybe. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a grave announcement to make. Incredible as it may seem, both the observations of science and the evidence of our eyes lead to the inescapable assumption that those strange beings who landed in the Jersey farmlands tonight are the vanguard of an invading army.
0: Hey, Andalite Bandalites, what is up? It's Alex back for week two of our fanfiction madness. Um, Yeah, so we're back for week two. Uh Spoilers, this is another week where uh, a good friend of ours has written a fanfiction fiction. And um we really liked it. Sorry, spoilers, whatever. Um yeah, no. So uh this week is a fan fiction by our friend the Splinter Smith. We explain how much we love him in this podcast. So I'm going to go ahead and get you guys right into it. Enjoy. All right. Okay, guys. Our second fan fiction here. Well, I'll just warn you guys again. Also somebody we know and love, yes. the
1: Splinter Smith.
0: Nate, it's Nate. We're talking about Nate. No, 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 no,
1: no, 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 Sorry, I don't know where that was going. <laughs> I really like the it, Hall though. of the Mountain Nate.
0: In the Hall of the Yeah, that's actually way more appropriate for Nate than my high pitch. Like, oh, it's just a Nate, Nate, Nate. Our our Lord bearded man friend, oh the Splinter Smith. Yeah. <laughs> This is, like, another one where, like, we could just unrule the scroll of all of the talents, like, woodworker, like, streaming, minecrafter, extraordinaire. We know
1: so many cool people. It's, like... We do know insane. so many cool people.
0: It is insane. Ugh. Man, why are all of our friends so God. cool?
1: Tone it down, you guys. God. No, actually, don't. Don't ever tone it down.
0: Don't ever tone it down. Go harder. Ugh. Yes. Yep. Okay, sorry. To the story at hand. The story that we were talking about is called The Excursion. It's by Nate, the Splintersmith, but Nate does not have an archive of his own account, so it's actually <laughs> under Gal's account. So while you're there, <laughs> once again, oh look up Gal from last week's episode. He does not have an archive of his own. I will, I will plug that list in full at the yep. end.
1: But for now, what we are talking about is his fanfic, The Excursion. Oh, fucking... this is from marco's point of view and he just nailed marco's voice i absolutely just loved Mm -hmm. it
0: he (sighs) did and like this is i i recommend obviously that all of you go and actually read these because they're gonna be so much better than my summaries because there are so many like My favorite thing about this is as you're reading it, Marco is just having this kind of like stream of conscious in the background that's absolutely his own Mm -hmm. voice. And that's not something that I really capture in my summary of Mm -hmm. it, but it's something that like, it just brings so much texture to this story. It's amazing. Oh, all right. Should I start summarizing it instead of just talking it up? Go for it. (laughs) This one starts, my name is Marco. (laughs) I love this so much. I fucking love that we're back to the My Name Is and This Is the War. Oh, <sighs> Okay, okay, this one's after the war, but still. After the war, um, we
1: back to New York, sorry.
0: My name is Marco. It's about a month after the war has ended and Marco is settling into his new life. He isn't exactly mourning like everybody else is, but he's not happy with how everything went down. That being said, he did just land an Old Spice commercial, and of Of course, course, not being allowed to say a thing about it, he immediately called Jake (laughs) to tell him all about it.
1: Like, this was the moment I was like, damn, yep, that's Marco. Old Spice, (laughs) yes. NDA, fuck that. Fuck the (laughs) NDA. I'm telling. Ugh. Oh,
0: man. Um, so he's he's telling Jake all about it, but he realizes pretty quickly that Jake is not listening to a word that he's mm-hmm. saying. He's trying to crack jokes. He's trying to, you know, get Jake to respond to anything. And Jake just isn't, like, laughing or acting like he cares at all. And, like, Marco even tries, like, this weird joke where he's like, hey, you and Cassie can come out to the hotel. Come hang out in, like, the sauna with me. I promise I won't even ogle Cassie. And, like, Jake's just like, "Uh uh-huh, all right,
1: sure.
0: It's, like, really, you can just feel the desperation to get Jake to respond to him. Oh,
1: so painful.
0: It's so painful. (sighs) Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Jake just, like, says, like, sure, man, whatever, we'll hang out, and then hangs up. And Marco's like, he's not going to fucking come hang out with me. There's no way so marco consoles himself by ordering some room service he gets some pizza with like extra everything and all of this of course is on the government's dime so he's like fuck yeah let's go wild um and he just decides to like spend the rest of his evening in his like top floor of the hotel in a bathrobe eating pizza and it's gonna be a good night (laughs) so right as he's kind of like starting to zone out in his like pizza coma, start to fall asleep, he hears this huge crash, and he's like, I'm on the top floor of this building, like, nobody should be up here, this cannot be good. So he starts morphing to Gorilla, and he shrugs off the robe as he's massing up, and like, starts going to threaten the intruder, and he starts just thought speaking out loud, like, you fucked with the wrong guy! But there's no response. I loved that too.
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, there was so much secrecy in the war, and now that like, the war's over, everything's out, everybody knows their are animals, so he's just like, yeah, fuck it! I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm.
0: Exactly. Come at Don't me, Don't you know bro. the fuck, fuck I am? You <laughs> Do you
1: not know who the fuck I am?
0: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so he ambles over towards the window, which is just crashed and shattered all over the floor. And he finds this bloody mass of red and brown feathers. And he's like, oh, fuck. It's Tobias. So... He reaches out to him, and, and he's like, Tobias, like what's going on? And then Tobias bites him. And he's like, what the <laughs> fuck, dude? Um, nope. And that's what finally gets Tobias to start responding. <laughs> so Tobias starts demorphing. And Marco's like, why didn't you just like knock or tell me you were coming? I could come up to the roof, blah, blah, blah. And Tobias is super out of it. He's like, all he really ends up saying is, it comes and goes. And he gets to fully human, and Marco notes that he's still, like, crouched down on the floor, like how a bird would perch, with, like, super long human gangly legs, and he looks really awkward. So Marco, like, gives it a beat, and then, like, tosses a bathrobe at him, and Tobias, when it starts flying at him, just kind of tries to flap backwards, and that's when Marco's like, oh, he's, like,
1: super fucked
0: up. Um. Marco asks him again, like, what's going on? And Tobias tries to speak, but it's just coming out as, like, garbled noise. And then finally, like, Tobias draws himself together and enunciates every word. And he's like, I think I need some help. And that's when Marco gets it. He's like, this is the first time he's had an interaction since the funeral. Like, the last time anybody talked to him, he was flying away with Rachel's ashes. Mm -hmm. And Marco immediately softens up and says to Tobias, like, okay, cool, man. It's cool. I have an idea. Like, let's, it's fine. So cut to an hour and a half later, they're circling around another part of town as birds. And they find this place that looks promising. It's a laundromat with a bar nearby. And Tobias is like, no, dude, no, we're underage. We're only 17. I'm technically only 13 because of the whole DNA thing. And Marco's like, chill, bro. We have adult morphs. It's going to be fine. And he's like, also, don't tell Cassie ever. <laughs> <laughs> so eventually Marco talks Tobias into to going with this, and they they go about acquiring clothes from the laundromat. And there's this awesome joke here where Marco's talking about morphing to Mr. Grant, the guy from like way, way back <laughs> in the series, who had the funny heart-shaped boxer what? underwear on. And Tobias is morphing to the guy on the aircraft carrier. And Tobias has this very kind of reverential oh, moment yeah. where he, like, he states the guy's, like, full rank and, like, where he was from. Because, of course, that guy had passed mm-hmm. in, in the yeah. whole thing. And Marco instead tells this hilarious joke when Tobias says, like, what size clothes am I going to get for you? Marco, like, holds his hands out to, like, the appropriate width and then just keeps <laughs> going to, like, his full arm span. And Tobias is like, what the hell? <laughs> It's not helpful. And then Marco jokes. He's like, no about this, big. And um, the whole reason that Tobias is the one that's going to break in and steal the clothes from the laundromat is because Marco has decided he's too famous to get caught stealing clothes. (laughs) And Tobias calls him a
1: loser. Which Marco, you're not that famous.
0: Yeah, Tobias is like, no one gives a shit about you, Oh, my God, he's so (laughs) sassy.
1: I love sassy (laughs) Tobias. I loved it so much.
0: oh man okay so anyways um they get some clothes they head into the bar and the whole reason marco thought of this is that he's thinking like we're gonna be two war heroes swapping stories over a beer like that's that's the whole deal Mm -hmm. right like that's what you Mm -hmm. do and so he gets two beers he gets like bud lights yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) he's like i don't fucking know
0: he's like i don't know what to get bud light i guess which it's shit but like that totally would Be how it worked if you'd never had anything to drink. (laughs) So, anyways, he he gets the beers over there. He's like, they're sitting down now at a booth, and Marco tries his beer. It sucks, of course. And like Tobias is just kind of like stewing. Mm -hmm. And he's not saying anything. And finally, Marco's like, Why did you come and get me? And Tobias is like, Well, Axe is like up to his eyeballs in intergalactic relations. I can't talk to him. I will never speak to Jake again in my entire life. And Cassie would just go on about, like, how it's about Rachel, and it's not. And Marco didn't say anything, because Marco's like, oh, I totally fucking thought this was about Rachel. Like, what the fuck? So Marco just kind of hangs back and lets Tobias get it all out. And, like, that's such a Marco maneuver, Uh right? So good. So good. So Tobias starts talking about how Rachel had died on this hopeless mission, and then, like, Marco's like, yeah, but, like, she she knew what she was in for. Like, I wish that Jake had talked to me, and we had all talked through this plan, but, like, there's no way Rachel went into this not mm-hmm. knowing that sh- she was likely she didn't come out. And Tobias is like, I know. I know that's exactly what she would do. And then he switches tracks to saying, like, and then after the funeral, I, I morphed to my human. I sat with the ashes for the two full hours, and, and I can't cry. I tried to cry, and I I couldn't do it. Nothing would come out. And then Tobias starts talking about how he just kind of let the hawk take control for a long time, for weeks. And the first thing he consciously remembers thinking about was he saw a bald eagle, and he thought it was Rachel, and that he should just go to her. And Marco tries to make this joke, like, oh, good thing you didn't. You would have gotten your butt kicked by that eagle. And Tobias is like, no, 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 you don't understand. I I wouldn't have run into the eagle I wanted to careen my body into a billboard. I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. Oh. And Marco's only response, he's stunned. And he goes, but you didn't. And Tobias goes, but oh. I didn't. <laughs> I Jeez know. Christ. I know. Oh, that was so
1: clever. Like the double entendre of go to Rachel. Like, oh, Jesus.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I I literally, like, when I was reading this again, I just, like, sat there like, holy yeah. shit. That would be something that, like, another way this could have gone would be him saying, like, oh, I'm going to go to Rachel, and the rest of the team all assumes, meaning, like, I'll go, like, get her ashes or whatever. And then Oh, just, no! Like, I know. But that's not yeah. how it goes. Yeah. He didn't. He didn't do that. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> um, So they spend several more hours talking. They go into the bathroom to demorph and remorph, and Marco gets through a beer and a half. Tobias never touches any of mm-hmm. his and event- he does reveal that this was because, you know, his uncle was an alcoholic and he's like, I'm never going to touch this yeah. shit. I was just here to talk yeah. to you. Um, and they stay until the bar closes down around them. And they finally walk outside and Marco goes, well, what are you going to do now? And Tobias is like, live in the woods. I'll probably talk to Axe every once in a while. I might tell Cassie where I am just so somebody knows, but like, we're, we're never going to talk mm-hmm. again. And that was like this really kind of for me i thought it was a really brutal moment that like he's like yeah i came to seek you out but like i know what our relationship is we're never gonna
1: meet up yeah oh my gosh that was so good like
0: it was so good (sighs) and then we get to the best ending (laughs) So at this point, Marco doesn't like really protest or anything. He just holds out his hand to Tobias like he was gonna shake his hand. And when Tobias like grabs it, Marco pulls him in for a hug, and then in his (laughs) ear he goes, Three second hug man, no longer. Don't make it (laughs) awkward. And there's a beat of silence, and then they both kind of lose it laughing. When they finally regain some form of composure, Tobias is like, that has to be the name of my biography if I ever have one. And Marco's like, it's cool, man. I'm only going to charge you 12% royalties. Yep. Oh, my God. And so Tobias is, like, demorphing to Hawk at this point, And he starts flying away. And he calls back to Marco. He goes, never change, man. And Marco's like, that's my whole fucking shtick, bro. How am I supposed to make money? <laughs> <laughs> and... And then Tobias very harshly goes, and don't forget to take those clothes back. And Marco is super exasperated. He's like, yeah, geez, I will. God. And then really quietly, he says goodbye to Tobias and waves. And Tobias dips a wingtip in response and then flies away into the
1: mountains. Oh, my God. I loved that. Oh. Oh, another thing that I really loved was at some point, like, Marco says that Tobias has resting hawk face, and I also love that. Yes.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Oh, God. Yeah. It was, it's such, it was such a good Marco book. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Marco book.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, I hope that like I, I summarized it in a way where the characterization came through, but it super is worth reading through just to. To get all of that background, thought. yeah, so and just good.
1: like mm-hmm. the 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 voices of the characters, the tone of the characters is just like so well done, and mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. love that it's Marco and Tobias who like we never see them hang out, like, and I just I love the reason right. that Tobias sought out Marco for this, like, just it's just so good,
0: <sighs> yeah, and like and 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 i have like four ands but like (laughs) and the fact that marco very much never just like marco he never got into that whole like this is really sad oh sorry like weird Mm -hmm. narrative he was always just marco like still joking still deflecting still being himself and then tobias like was in character but breaking down Mm -hmm. so like it It was almost like these out of character moments that were still in character because it was clear that like he needed help, yeah. and like oh i sorry, I just I loved so much about this, and the like really quick flips in the story were so Marco, like the really, really deep, depressing stuff, and then the flip into the yeah. joke, and it was all done super well, so it's never jarring, but it's very much like how Marco's brain works. And then, if you think about the relationship, like towards the end of the books, like when they were on the tank mission and like they were making the jokes about Britney Spears uh-huh. and stuff, this very much feels like that point in the relationship. Yeah. It was just
1: really it's, good. It was really good. Okay. It was just oh, really no. good. I just really like, liked it.
0: Really. <sighs> uh, yeah. Oh. So okay. good. And like, I. I know that we get an after the war book and like I, you and I talked about how much it kind of like was like, it's weird that nobody went to like substances like for, for help after the war. And so it was interesting to have like that whole like, oh, we're gonna, like, be two war heroes talking over a beer. Not that that was, like, a crutch, and we're saying, like, Marco's an alcoholic, but more Tobias's reaction of, like, I'm never fucking touching that I crap.
1: I loved that. So, like, when I first heard the summary for the story, I'm like, oh, they're gonna get, like, super fucking wasted and just have, like, a drunken heart-to-heart behind a dumpster or mm-hmm. something. But, like, I loved that Tobias didn't touch the beer. Like, mm-hmm. um... me too. Yeah, that's just a much better scenario, I think.
0: Yeah, (sighs) I agree. And like I I think that it there's nothing wrong with like a story of them like getting drunk and having a heart to heart. Like I I you know, that's definitely another avenue this could take. But the fact that this like referenced so far back to like Tobias's whole history and the fact that he would have a problem Mm -hmm. with alcohol is just a really like when you read that, it's kind of like, oh, duh, of yeah. course. Like, you know, of course you'd have a problem with it.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: Such good choices. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, all right. Let me repeat it for people that that want to go read it. So remember, it's under OwlGal's profile because this is the one thing that, that the Splintersmith does not have. <laughs> but it's called The Excursion on archiveofourown.com. .com. Go .com. read it. Go read it com it's a web <laughs> oh no the vampire's back <laughs> oh no, oh no. <laughs> welcome back to the end of the podcast here's the part where i plug all the things so as we mentioned on pod the splinter smith is an amazingly talented person okay um i personally can attest to some of the woodworking stuff um i i have one of his pens in my possession and it is awesome and high quality and so cool. Um, You can donate to his Patreon where you can get stickers, which also I I actually have a sticker as well. So I have a lot of I have a lot of SplinterSmith merch. <laughs> um, so the best way to find out whatever your interest is, whether it's Facebook or Twitter or Twitch or YouTube or Patreon or Etsy or blah, 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 go to the splintersmith.com. Uh, and honestly, if you just Googled the SplinterSmith, you will get all sorts of results that pop up and you can watch videos of him making pens or whistles or doing a Twitch stream. In fact, uh, just recently... He did a Twitch stream where he did Jackbox with Animorphs Nerds, and so, you know, hey, a bunch of people that are Animorphs fans all on his channel. So again, the Splintersmith, if you want to find the story, go to Archive of Our Own and look up our beloved owl gal, um, because she has posted the story for Nate. And uh, yeah, you guys, check it out. It's awesome while you're creeping around Patreon, looking at all of Nate's stuff, maybe head on over to KCD Studios and check out Beside You, which is Casey's webcomic that's about uh, romance and music in the 90s. It's amazing. Um, you know, all the reasons I'm normally here for it, I, I will not go on about. We all know how much I love Slater, and we all know how good Slater is, but let's talk about that friggin' naughty boy who's smoking in the courtyard again. That's right. Sign up for Patreon. Then you'll know what I'm talking about. Now I'm withholding information to force you into signing up. Anyways, yeah. So uh, go support Casey on Patreon. Uh, but also you can find her webcomic online for free. It's besideyoucomic.com, which is B-S-I-D-E-Y-O-U comic.com. Uh, so, yeah, go check it out. You can read it all for free. It's awesome. It's amazing. Casey's an incredible artist there. I can't say enough good things about it. So check it out. If you want to hit up Casey and I, you can do that at anonymousanimorphs at gmail.com. You can check out our Facebook group, which is just Animorphs Anonymous, or our super secret, super awesome subgroup, the Andalite Bandalites, which is facebook.com slash group slash Anonymous. You can tweet at us at Animorphs Anon. You can Instagram message us at Animorphs Anonymous. You can, I mean, there, I'm sure there's other ways to reach us, but uh, if you want to have lengthy conversations with us about all sorts of nonsense not just animorphs then you can hit us up for a link to our discord where casey and i and many other amazing animorphs people including Owl Gal and the splintersmith are all waiting to talk to you so uh hit me up on any social if you want a link to that we will let you in if you want to listen to me talk some more which after this stumbling random nonsense i can't imagine why you would but if you do I am on another podcast. It's called From Cadmus to Crisis. It's a Superboy podcast. And that is with David and Drew from our Alternomorphs 2 and uh, Megamorphs in the Time of the Dinosaur episodes. Uh, They are very funny. They are fun to work with. I get to do fun voices. We don't always do stories that require you to know about the Superboy Uvra. Um, most recently, we did Spider Boy, which is just a two-comic series run where he's half Spider-Man, half Superboy, and uh, that's that's a lot of fun. It's great, you guys. I don't know what more to tell you. It's a good time. Go listen to it. Um, yeah. So, that's our shit. Uh, we will be back at you next week with another fan fiction. And, um, if you've made it this far, I guess you deserve another spoiler. Next week, we don't know the author. So the story is <laughs> another awesome one. I, I'm not going to tell you which fanfic it is, but we don't know the author. It's still amazing. It was recommended by so many people. All right. Uh, you guys rock. I love you all. Thank you so much. I will talk at you next week.